2: Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio, let's see, 524 for February 27th, 2020. And nothing like live radio when you think you're on the air and you're not.
3: Oh, well. Well, even worse, when you think you're not on the
1: air and you are.
2: That's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> we never know what we're going to say. But here we are, Jeff.
1: Yes, we certainly are here, and we'll say good evening to everybody, or good morning, or good afternoon, wherever you're listening. We're always welcome to hear from all the listeners of All Things Radio. We've got a very busy show this week. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news segment, and we have a lot of news this week in the world of broadcasting, as we always do. We'll follow it up with calls and feedback. And, of course, uh, we're going to have Jennifer Sparks call in our format changes. In our featured station segment from Bill Sparks, we've got something, the end of an era, a 50-year rock era, in Massachusetts, that's FM from Massachusetts or Boston, Massachusetts. It's serving Boston, Massachusetts, with the sale of the radio station. They dropped rock for Jesus rock or maybe Jesus music or something like that from the Educational Media Foundation with the K-Love format. Instead of a classic air check this week, we're doing something a little bit different. I worked with Doug Huntinger on this one. It's a really cool soul radio station on the internet. that It's called Super Soul Gold Radio, and we're going to present that to you. And in my featured station segment... We're going to take, and I—that's, I guess—that's I guess all I can say at this point. I just lost my place in the script here, but that's what we've got today.
2: Well, we got a lot of, a lot of material, Jeff, and a lot of stuff to come up and to cover, and to do all that kind of stuff. Anybody on the panel, Sean, Chris? Well,
4: okay, right. let me let me start off. First of all, we want to give our thoughts and prayers to. We had a longtime listener. He didn't leave messages on the voicemail, but he was a listener. He knew what was going on. When our friend, uh, he lived in, in Michigan, but he was from Colorado, but he was originally from New York. Our buddy, D-Train, passed away. He was almost 50 years old, uh, passed away last Friday. Now, we do not know the cause. We think we know he left his little daughter, Debrina, who's five years old. D-Train was a huge fan. Of the Z-100 days, the old days of the morning zoo, he used to love to talk to us about Scott Shannon. He also used to love to talk about CBS FM and a huge WBLS fan. He was a big BLS fan. He was fan. a big uh, BLS fan. big fan of BLS. Uh, F-A-N, he was a huge fan. And he yeah. loved certain Houston radio. I mean, he used to talk to me and Gary about Marco Spoon from Magic 102, who did the late night quiet storm show and the mad hatter from 97 nine the box i mean he he was a huge fan of radio he loved of uh, especially the 80s and the 90s he loved that stuff i mean he would what he found out i knew about it, houston he always wanted to talk to me on marco spoon and he was like i mean scott shannon he, he did a he built a radio station he had a I had a question about building a radio station one time with your with djs and when you have Scott Shannon, top 40, and Marco Spoon doing a quiet storm on the same station that he would have been
1: yeah, Anybody uh, else want to? Let me just say that the the last station for our our current station is W-E-B-G FM in Chicago, Illinois, counting on the top 1,000 country hits of all time.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. I heard they were doing that.
1: I wonder how Gary, far they Perry, went back. Good. You know,
3: they say all time, but I wonder if Jimmy Rogers, well, the blue yodeler from the 20s, got in there. I don't you know, know, you they, know, was, I know. I don't they know they didn't
1: go that far, but they did do yeah. it. And I didn't get the whole countdown. I just took yeah. a portion of it from uh, when I got Oh, no. I, yeah, we
3: yeah. we probably couldn't fit in a 1,000 songs tonight.
1: But I know, <laughs> I know they did have stuff from the 60s, so that's all I can tell you. Right. I don't know okay. if Gary was
4: saying Gary, didn't have any chance on the sports show to say anything about D-Train. I don't know if you want to, Gary, or... Yeah, you know, I was just talking about that. Yeah, he did talk to us about a lot of the Houston
5: uh, radio thing. And he and I used to talk about places of, like Frenchie's Fried Chicken and Whataburger and places in Houston that I used to go to when I lived there. And he knew about it. And we, we just had a lot of great talks over this. Yep, good guy and a wonderful father, too.
2: Very devoted father.
4: He would always mm-hmm. leave us messages about the show, commenting a was. So, d Train, definitely rest in peace. Yep. I know you're up there listening
2: very knowledgeable that's all i yes. can say he is very was very very knowledgeable
5: a great he's just a good guy who's just all-around good guys chris said
2: what can i say well jeff i guess it's time for your award-winning news we still haven't figured out what that award is
1: well we'll figure it out when i spend i see you in bloomington indiana in november okay
2: that'll do it there you go buddy
1: I'm Jeff and for all things radio and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Intercom and Cumulus report their fourth quarter revenue results. A new investor takes a majority stake in Univision. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and we'll continue our look at the Nielsen January personal people meter ratings. It was another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting and two major radio groups reported their fourth quarter revenue results. For one group, it was up and for another group, it was down. In the case of Eticom, Eticom's fourth quarter revenue result was up 1.9%. David Field, CEO of Radio.com, says that the growth in revenue for the company was caused by its investment in digital and its investment in podcasting, and they also had revenue growth in special events that were produced by Radio.com. On the other hand, Cumulus also reported its fourth quarter revenue results, and they were down 7.7%. The big problem for Cumulus here is that their digital growth was rather choppy. Mary Berner, CEO of Cumulus, says that she's still proud of the company. She says that on a same station basis, station revenues were up. The big problem here is the lack of political advertising and a short fall from digital advertising. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. It was a farewell goodbye for the folks who work at radio station WAAF in Boston, Massachusetts. And to come, let the staff and management say goodbye to the WAAF listeners. WAAF began its rock career in 1970, capping a 50-year career in rock and roll. The big plus for this radio station was that they attempted to showcase new rock, and you didn't get to hear the same playlists of old, tired songs that get played over and over again. The farewells were given by Mike Shue and Mistress Carrie, and the farewell song played on WAAF-FM was Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath and the station then reverted to the Christian programming of the K-Love format owned and operated by the Educational Media Foundation Who is purchasing the radio station. You'll get to hear the final 12 minutes of WAAF's broadcasting day later on in this all things radio live broadcast. In other news Cumulus has made moves at their country radio stations in Dallas, Texas. The radio stations involved are KSCS-FM and KPLX-FM. Cumulus has hired Mike Preston to program both radio stations. Both radio stations program a country format, and Mike Preston comes to this radio station after working for iHeartMedia in Baltimore, Maryland. What's going on at Univision? A new investor group is taking over Univision with a 64% stake in the company. The investment group is led by former Viacom chief financial officer Wade Davis. The other 36% of the company is owned and operated by the Mexican company Televisa, which owns radio and television stations in Mexico and also produces television programs for Univision as well as worldwide. Congratulations go out to Pete Mundo, who is the new assistant program director at radio station KC MOAM in Kansas City, Missouri. The station is owned and operated by Cumulus. Pete Mundo has been doing mornings at the radio station for quite a while now. He comes to this radio station after working at WCBS AM in New York City, doing sports for this all-news operation, and he also did some freelance work for ESPN and Fox Sports Radio. In other news, Jennifer Owens is leaving her position with the Kid Kratic Morning Show, which is syndicated by Yay Networks. She's leaving the Kid Craddock Show to pursue her skincare company. However, she'll continue working for the Kid Kratic Morning Show on a part-time basis. Finally, what's up with KFMB, AM and FM. The sale has been held up, but why? Because there was a scheduling problem. When you sell a radio station, you have to put notice of that sale of the radio station in your local newspapers and that hadn't been done. When the radio station is sold from tech to local media, we really don't know what's going to happen. According to some domain registrations, KFMB, FM could become a country radio station or continue its variety, its format. We already know that local media doesn't really want to run KFMB, AM, and according to reliable sources, a local marketing agreement with local media and iHeart Media, iHeartMedia Media would then be allowed to run the radio station, and according to reliable sources, iHeartMedia Media plants put sports programming on KFMB's AM Signal. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen January personal people meter ratings and the rating period ran from January 2nd through January 29th. In Washington, D.C., the number one rec radio station is WAMJFM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WTOPFM with its all-news operation, and finally the number three rec radio station in the nation's capital is wamu That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format in Boston, Massachusetts. The number one radio station is WROR FM with a classic its format. The number two radio station is WXKS FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WBZ AM with its news talk and information format in Miami, Florida. The number one rec radio station is WFEZ FM with its soft adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WHQT FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Miami, Florida is WAMR FM with a Spanish tropical format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one rec radio station is KQMV FM with a pop CHR format. The number two rec radio station is KIRO FM with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Seattle, Washington, is the public broadcaster that's KUOW-FM with a news, talk, and information format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one rec radio station is WNIC-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WOMC-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in the Motor City is WKQI-FM with a POP-CHR format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one rec radio station is KESZ fm with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack Radio station is K O O L F M with a classic hits format, and finally, the number three radio station in Phoenix, Arizona, is K Y O T F M with an adult hits format. In the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market. The number one rec radio station is KFXN FM with its all sports operation. The number two rec radio station is KSTP FM with a hot adult contemporary format, and finally, the number three rack radio station in the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market is KTIS FM with its Christian contemporary format. In San Diego, California, the number one rec radio station is KXSN FM with its classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is KMYI FM with a hot adult contemporary format, and finally, the number three rec radio station in San Diego, California, is KPBS. FM, that's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. In the Tampa, St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one rec radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number 2 rec radio station is WCIE-FM with a Christian contemporary format. And finally, the number 3 rec radio station in the Tampa, St. Petersburg, Florida market is WWRM-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Denver, Colorado, the number one rec radio station, and I believe this is the first time I've seen this station at number one, is KCFR-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. The number two rack radio station is KRFX FM with a classic rock format and finally the number three rack radio station in Denver, Colorado is KYGO FM with a country format. In Baltimore, Maryland things are status quo. The number one rack radio station is WWIN FM with an urban contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is WERQ FM with an urban format and finally the number three rack radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WLIF FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one radio station is KSAG FM with the classic rock format. The number two-ranked radio station is FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri, is KEZK-FM with an adult contemporary format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen January personal people meter ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one is Progressive Insurance. The number two-ranked advertiser is the Mike Bloomberg presidential campaign ads. Number three is Geico Insurance, followed by Vicks and, indeed, the employment recruiting firm. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is jeff, that's J-E-F-F, jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, and hit option 2 for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time, once again, for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800 693 Zero five nine five in adoption two for the podcast team.
3: Hi, this is Mike in Appentura, Florida. I really enjoyed WDJO and I really enjoyed KMPC. It reminded me so much of
6: WGBS in Miami. Thank you. This is Charles Bebel from Baltimore, Maryland. I'd like to say thank you very much for playing Mix 1065. That's really
7: great. Hi, Bonnie from Southern California again. I just naturally had to comment on the KMPC, Jeff Edwards That you played yesterday, and of course it was great for me to hear not only Jeff Edwards, I remember him from the radio. However, they had the best crop of DJs. Wink Martindale, some of you didn't realize, I know you're Easterners, so we'll forgive you. Wink Martindale and whatever else he did, he went to KMPC in the early 70s, had a long-running show there. He was outstanding and did so many specials, Everything from Elvis Presley to George Gershwin and several in between. He had a midday show. He aired those serially. Extremely well done. I don't know how much he had to do with the production. Shane
6: Cashin here from St. John's uh, Newfoundland. I just wanted to comment. Great podcast. I always enjoy listening to your podcast and your station. Jeff uh, is absolutely right when he says that radio will be totally different in 20 years. I'll give you an example. Recently, we had about three feet of snow dumped on us. We call it uh, snowmaged And the one thing that stood to me was, despite all the local media reporting on it, uh, we were getting our information from Twitter about a good 15 to 20 minutes before it even got over the airwaves. So uh, it seems to me, other than everybody following the open lines and talking about their experiences to the rest of the communities, uh, there's not much need for actual information dissemination in the future. Uh, Also, I highly recommend a radio station for the other listeners here. It's called WL. O-N-G out of Sag Harbor, uh, Long Island, uh, uh, the state of New York. Uh, it's a great radio station. It's really authentic. I really enjoy listening to the station, and the sound quality for web radio is absolutely superb.
1: Listener comments are always welcome, so give us a call on that feedback line, 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team.
2: Well, quite interesting, Jeff. Very very interesting,
1: and I have I
0: some
4: more. You oh, have, have some, featured, w, you have featured WLNG, haven't
1: you? We have done it on previous podcasts. Yeah, uh, it's a good station. A, I agree. That, it's a good I station, agree. not as good as it was when I featured it back no. then. But uh, but it, they have to keep up with the times. One thing about WAAF, I was going to tell you is that they were trying to, or they were. But Joe Calerone is the program director of the station, or was the program director of the station. He's still with Entercom, running WEI in its sports uh, format. But they were going to put a newer morning show on, and they wanted to revamp and an even play more, more cutting-edge rock and roll music. But why did they wait so long to talk about it then? When when Greg Hill left the radio station in July to move to, to WEEI, why didn't right. they make the changes then? Why? And I, the, I I think the reason why, and I'll tell you why, and then you can go on, Chris, is because right. Eddie Cobb knew that they were going to get rid of the radio station, and they had no intentions of wanting to put any more money right. into it. And that's why, they, that's why they never did anything. And when Joe Catlerone says that he was going to do something with the radio station, that is a bold-faced lie, un- 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 undoubtedly a lie that he was lying to listeners because they never wanted to keep WAF because they knew they could get okay, a good price for it. Li- maybe no,
4: he wasn't lying. No, excuse me. No, it doesn't, work
1: that, it doesn't work that way, Sean. It doesn't work that way in the corporate world, okay? That's not how things work in the real world of radio. He said that because well. he had to placate the listeners.
3: I don't know. You know, that that's uh, as may be. But the other thing, too, though, they were planning that 50th anniversary, and if they went to the uh, point, in, uh, point of getting the DCU Center for the 50th anniversary and probably putting down a down payment, I, there is certainly one thing that happens in every corporation, Jeff, where the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And it could and be he, that he didn't know about that. And, and yeah, a lot may, of people didn't he may, know
4: about that. He, he truly maybe wanted to, but the corporate people, the court, yeah, I've seen places where I work,
3: uh, things that, where I work, where one department doesn't know what something else, what, something else well, is going I, on. Well, I tend so.
1: to disagree only because of how big the company is, and yet I know what you're saying, that's Chris the way, That's
3: exactly the reason. But I don't You, you I don't, know, the I don't bigger buy, it I is, the more likely that it. is to happen.
1: Chris, I don't buy it because they could have they could have had that stuff going. Why in July. would you? Why, why, would, you why, you would, rent why would they? Dates? Why would excuse me? Why would they not hire a morning person right after Greg Hill left the? Left well, the I don't know, and, but
3: why would you even talk to the DCU Center, a twelve thousand seat arena, to reserve dates? You probably have to put down a deposit to get your fiftieth anniversary thing in April, or whenever the heck it was going to be. So you can't. Uh, that costs money. So somebody didn't know what well, they might have was done on. that.
5: They might have done that with a trade out. Yeah, they didn't. They well, that's, probably didn't. That's they didn't.
1: True. Yeah, they and that they wouldn't probably, cost any money. Well, I, I don't mean to fight about it, but the, but I'm just trying to say is that but I don't I don't my, think my I, I don't think Anacom was very it was was in they were not very up front about the whole thing. They just well, weren't. as a group, I'm they, not gonna, uh, I'm not
4: I'm not going to criticize him. I'll criticize the company.
1: Yes, but because not if
4: he didn't
3: machine. know, he should have known. And they should have told him and said, don't say stuff like that because we're, we're not – we might be selling the radio station. I think, you that, knew that, I, I, I
1: think that the people in management, like he knew that the radio station was going to be for sale, didn't say anything because he was told not to say anything, and then had to make face by, by talking about, well, we would have done this with the radio station. But if they would have done well. – with- the radio station they should have done it in july when the morning guy left that's all well, my saying.
3: question my question is, is comparing this to kfmb what's this about notification we didn't find out waaf was being sold until three days beforehand nobody did it wasn't on the news it wasn't anywhere because so this,
1: because endicom is, is, is still running the radio station and 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 it has it hasn't been, it hasn't been sold it there it still has to get fcc approval what happened is, is that WAF is being run as an affiliate of the uh, EMF Broadcasting, and W people Intercom is still running the radio station, okay. even if not doing anything. They're not run. Then not- I mean, they're not physically running the radio station, but they have to have a staff in name alone to be there. Like it could just be one person because it's all being coming out of uh, out of Rockland, California.
0: Right.
3: Okay. So uh, that, that explains that anyway. But, no, I, I think uh, the guy, you know, and maybe, you know, whatever. He, he's doing stuff on Ei and, and whatever, and he's got other things going on. I, I really do think that he, he probably wasn't told that probably upper management knew, or there may have been a deal where they weren't sure which station they were going to sell in what city, but they knew they were going to be, be trying to work some more with the, the uh, K-Love folks, and they didn't know how it was going to actually come down for that particular station either.
1: Well, I think they knew more than they were telling, and they, they, and they didn't want the bad publicity initially. And, the, yeah. and, and if they could just say it on – if they said it on Tuesday, people didn't know anything until Tuesday or that Monday, actually, when I did the radio news last week or this week. They didn't know anything until, until that last minute. It wasn't a big classy thing like WPLJ where people knew months in advance. They pulled this very quickly. and the, yeah. and Oh, yeah. And, and so that's this is what radio is all about. So, well, uh, enough of my arguing. Yeah, you don't
5: want to you don't want to bring yourself to criticism by letting people know you're going to kill off the format, especially if it's a heritage <laughs> format. Well, yeah, people to come and criticize you. Uh, you and maybe Cumulus did the right thing
1: it. when they got rid of WPLJ. Everyone knew it. It would they they gave six months notice. There were months and months in advance. They knew it was going away, and they let it go out very with cool, a very classy way. We t- we did this on the podcast before, on you know. Anacom is not a, is not that kind of a company and they bit off more than they could chew when they bought those cbs stations and now they got a whole bunch of stations and they want to make money and 10.5 10. 10.75 10. millions is not small change let me tell you so um but that, it is a low price for that radio station because 10 years ago it would have gotten a lot more money so that's that just shows yeah. you what what the, what the business is all about so what more can i say <laughs> There's not much I can say about it. I, it was one of my favorite radio stations. It get, bring back a lot of memories for me, Sean. If you lived in Worcester, if you lived in that area, my roommate from college, I was talking to him yesterday on the phone, and we were both talking about how when we would spend time visiting him up in uh, where he lived up in near Springfield, we could get that radio station. We listened to it out in uh, out in Somerville, Massachusetts, where my other college roommate was. Right. We had a yep. great. I mean, it was it was a summer, especially back in 1976. I know it's a long time ago. But we did more, well, we shouldn't say we did more partying than doing any schoolwork that summer, but we certainly had a good time. That's usually what happens. And we traveled, right? to, yeah. we traveled to Massachusetts. We traveled to New Hampshire. I, I remember going down the Alpine Slide. That's a, one of those things where you go in a little sled down the mountain. And all the time, we listened to radio. And a lot of that radio was WAF, so right. that I can tell you. So what can I say? Bill, I think it's time for, uh, what's what her name? Jennifer Sparks Jennifer Jennifer Sparks oh what's her name Uh she's the
2: one that signed your paycheck she's
1: going to
2: kill me she's in there struggling to find the IU game on Uh, she's not listening to the podcast she's trying to get the IU Purdue game and she's having trouble getting that and uh, Jeff as far as radio companies go and whatever you remember a few weeks ago or months ago iHeart came in and People went to work and didn't know they were going to be cut loose from a radio station no notice, and they did the same type of thing yep. to radio stations. So I think it's yep. not only it's not only intercom. There's right. your beloved iHeart
3: be I- How far down the chain do you let? Right. Uh, who do you let know that this is going to happen? If upper management I'm knows right. we're going to fire these ten people, but you know the program directors there every day. Uh, he may let some drop or just look sad, you know, so he may not be told. So, you it's know, like, you know I mean,
8: it, you, I think
1: there's both sides of the story. And I, I think the, the problem is that we don't know both sides of it. We know one side. I, and the other I think side. the point and is somewhere in the middle somewhere. You're right. right.
2: I think I think the point is your hands aren't clean either with the company that you love, because they did have devastated a lot of people's life. At least this station was sold, you know, as an individual station. But still, it's bad. I agree with oh, you. Yeah.
1: It's not yeah. a good thing. I mean, I, you know, I feel for the people who it, maybe if you just got a job in radio, that's one thing. But when, you, when people have been there for 20 years, like Mike Shue and the Mistress Carrie have been there for like 20 years. And, you know, you build a whole life. You raise your families here. You, you're, you're part of the community. And I, from what I understand, Chris and I don't. I don't have the copies, but my old roommate Rich was telling me that the local newspapers in the area really ripped this thing badly. So, I mean, it was. Well, yes,
3: this is not a religious area. You know, if you brought it into another area, that'd be a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, palatable. I think for people to, you know, they look at the dial and they say, "We've already got too many religious stations." Now we don't have anywhere near as many. As I don't most even think the do. I don't.
4: Don't bring the religion. I wouldn't even bring no, the. No, there were there
3: anything. were there were some snide comments about you know. Like he's uh, like
4: but Jeff I would said, Jesus say Rock thing, or whatever, you know. The way it was done, I would say even the way it was done, no matter who it was to, whether it had been to Kayla, whether it had been to NPR,
1: no matter who, you
4: just. I said, think
3: the so, religious I mean, thing added to it in this area, Sean. It's not a religious area.
1: And here's the other part of the problem: if you want to get rid of a radio announcer and you know he's going to be popular, and you but you're going to get rid of him anyway, you don't let him say goodbye. You just say it's over, and he does his show. And he walks away. The next day, he doesn't have a show anymore. I mean, it, it's it's done a lot in radio. I don't like yeah. it. I don't. But, but it's the way it is. We did it on our. I, I mean, I was told I was working at WJPZ, and the general manager didn't like this this individual, and he said, "Jeff, fire her." Now I could have said no, but I was working for him. I was the program director, right. and I got rid of her. And to this, and I happened to see this person some fifth, some like thirty five years later, and, and she met me on the street in Albany. I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know she was, and she told me what she was, and she told me that she still hated me after all these years for being fired from the radio station. So, I mean, I, and I didn't want to fire her, but, I mean, the bottom line is you do when you when you work for someone, you do what they That's the right.
3: Oh, one. no, that's right. That's right. No, I mean, I've been a supervisor, and you have to do things and say things you don't always want to do. So, again, I think he, program directors are middle management. They're not upper management. So that's all I'm saying. All
9: right. Well, let's just, just let's let's take care of these comments. Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of February 27th. W-A-A-F 107.3 Westboro, Massachusetts changes format from rock to contemporary Christian and adds network provider K-Love and changes slogan from Boston's rock station to K-Love. W-O-L-F 1490. Syracuse, New York changes slogan from Fox Sports 1490 to Fox Sports 1490 92.5 WOSW 1300 Fulton, New York changes format from silent to sports and adds a network provider Fox Sports Radio and adds slogan Fox Sports 1490 92.5 KN L S Z FM 100.7 Fort Smith, Arkansas changes calls to K N S H F M W B G G 970 Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania changes slogan from 970 ESPN to ESPN Pittsburgh sports hub 970 106.3 104.7 HD2 W WSPD 1370 Toledo, Ohio changes slogan from News Radio 1370 to News Radio 1370 92.9 WSPD. KWXR FM 98.7 Reliance, Wyoming changes calls to KAWR FM. KXJW FM North Rock Springs, Wyoming. Changes calls to KLWRFM. WBGZ 1570 Alton, Illinois. Changes slogan from the Big Z to the Big Z 1570 107.1 WELI 960 New Haven, Connecticut. Changes slogan from News Talk nine sixty to W E L I nine sixty 960 ninety six point nine W K S R. 1420, Pulaski, Tennessee, changes slogan from WSKRAM am 1420, 100.9 FM, and 107.7 FM to classic WKSR. WPOP 1410, Hartford, Connecticut, changes slogan from News Radio 1410 to News Radio 1410, 100. 9. KAST 1370 Astoria, Oregon changes format from silent to news talk and adds slogan 1370 AM cast. KDJM FM 101.7 Lindsborg, Kansas changes calls to KJDM FM KTLH 107.9 Halls Texas changes format from new to regional Mexican and adds a slogan La Invasora KWFG FM 106.5 Knox City Texas changes frequency from 106.5 to 107.3 KGSR 93.3 Cedar Park Texas changes format from soft AC to hot AC K-I-N-I 96.1 Crookston, Nebraska changes format from silent to C-H-R and adds slogan K-I-N-I hits 96.1 K-J-Z. Y, 106.3, Casadero, California, changes format from country to CHR. KNIZ, 90.1, Gallup, New Mexico, changes primary format from silent to ethnic and adds secondary format, classical, and adds slogan, KNIZ, 90.1 FM, KRML, 1410, Carmel, California. California changes slogan from KRML 102.1 FM to KRML 94.7 KROL 1430 Carrollton, Missouri changes format from silent to talk. KTBL 1050 Los Ranchos, New Mexico changes format from talk to rock. WRWM AM 1050 Conway, South Carolina changes calls to W-A-Y-S-A-M W-B-M-S 1460 Brockton, Massachusetts changes format from silent to adult contemporary and adds slogan the South Shores radio station W-D-R-Q 93.1 Detroit, Michigan changes slogan from Nash FM 93.1 to New Country. 93.1. WFAT 930 Battle Creek Michigan changes format from country to classic hits. WFMV FM ninety five point three South Congaree, South Carolina, changes calls to WJTB FM. WKJA 91.9 Brunswick, Ohio changes primary format from silent to religious teaching and add secondary format variety and add slogan heartfelt radio w-a-y-s-a-m-fifteen hundred making georgia changes calls to AM, and those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio i'm jennifer sparks wishing all of you a very good week
2: Jennifer is not very happy right now. She can't find her IU game on
3: now, her it on, lady. It's on XM though, so she, yeah.
2: But I'm sometimes right. she has she trouble finding it's on,
4: Fox, it's on Fox Sports One on television. Also. She's trying to listen to it though, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. She, sometimes she yeah. has trouble finding the you know numbers what? of the channels.
3: Yeah, because, I mean, if if she checks one of those scheduled channels, like in the 900s with XM, if she asks me to find one of those, they should have that whole schedule there, because it was
10: on, the I'm sure it was on the schedule today. And it's, and it's certainly, Bill, it's certainly on tune-in.
2: Oh, yeah, she's right. listening on tune-in on her iPad, but she's...
10: You know, what's funny about these
1: call letters like there's a WAYS. it was in Georgia, but that used to be one of the big, big rock big, stations in yeah, Charlotte, North Charlotte, Carolina, yeah. that yeah. was owned it's by a company. I forgot his name, but I forgot the last name of the guy. Kaplan was the name of the guy that owned the station. They, and I have some air checks of them uh, from uh, from the 60s. and I'll have to put them in the air check library for, for all things radio in the next future. But, uh, and yeah, WBMS, I think we had
3: uh, the guy who was Fenway here who went there. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Gale. Uh, Jack, Jack Gale. Gale. Wasn't that where he was? Yeah. Yes. Now, this, now,
1: that WBMS, is that possible that that radio station in the 50s or 40s was a jazz station? And the reason I ask yeah. is because I have some old... Uh, recordings of Charlie Parker concerts that were done in Boston, and the announcer was Symphony Sid, who worked in New York, of course, but he was also working in the Boston area, and he refers to radio station WBMS.
3: Correct. WBMS, it it had those call letters. That was where where it was on 1090 from, I think I heard in the history from 53 through 57, it was WBMS, and they had a a variety format. They had Symphony Sid, they had a guy named Ken Malden who played the hits. They had uh, a bunch of different I think they did some classical, they did a lot of stuff then on in september of fifty seven they went rock and became w i l d and uh, so that 's uh, and of course, it was a day timer ten ninety but uh, they were b m s for about four years, so those call letters are returning and uh, then this time for Brockton, so there you go, fourteen sixty. That well, was the old WBET. Jeff, what so, we're going to do? Times owned it.
2: Yeah, so,
1: let's give credit to Ed Perry who owns yeah. the radio station. He owns that one. He owns WATD in Marshfield, and he owns WMEX. and he's trying to put in local radio. Yep. Like we were talking about it, even though I, even though you and all we 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 disagree on this somewhat. He is at least making an attempt to at least revive local yeah, radio. Yeah, and his
3: girls, his, his daughters seem interested. So I think this could continue because they're working with him there. He's about, eight, you know, he graduated high school in 57. He's always mentioning that. So that would make him about 80 years old. But his daughters are very interested. So I think they're going to keep it going. And he was the place we got our radios reading service going back in the 77 when he signed on. He was the first place to give it a facility. So there you go.
1: Well, you've got to give him credit for that. That's pretty cool. That really is pretty cool because uh, – how many radio? Or, excuse me. How many radio reading services are out there out there? They seem to be going away or going to the internet only. Yeah, so. they,
5: you know, There's really no need for them now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With, with newsline uh, and, and all I the really, other stuff. Yeah, certainly um, true. Well, I, uh, Bill, I don't know I, if you want to continue with the second feature here that, that we that we that I got for you. Um,
10: Before we do that, Jeff, real quick, um, for those who do use TuneIn. Uh, There is a feature on TuneIn that when you're listening to a radio station that you can record the programming on there. And apparently uh, there is a bug somewhere between the record feature and voiceover. Now, TuneIn tells me that um, they are aware of the issue and they will be trying to fix it in an upcoming update. So there you go. I did my journalistic work this week. There you go. There you go,
1: very good. I wish you could do that on the computer version of TuneIn, but you can't do it on the computer. So
10: Well you can, but you have to have a record a program to do it with.
1: Uh well there used to be one that Bill and I loved. Oh, Remember man. that one, Bill? Radio oh, Time?
2: Oh, that, that, oh man. We could do four or five radio
10: stations at the same time.
1: I could set up recording from a remote location. I could be I could be it didn't matter where I was, I could be at work and set it up <laughs> and it would work. For, so
10: for people who do like to record on their computers though, the one that I use can only do one at a time on it, but it is called SoundTap uh, Recording, and it's from uh, NCS, so it is very good, Um, and it's it's pretty accessible, too, so if if anybody's looking for one of those, SoundTap works very well for that.
1: Yeah, they have a lot of different plugins for different things, too, so I think you'll enjoy that one. All right, Bill, you want to get the – let's just explain what this is. This is the last day of WAF. Now, I recorded uh, from the 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. part of it. But what I didn't do is record the last one myself because I didn't know what was going to happen. And my, when I wanted to record it, there was so many people trying to listen to the station, I couldn't get a stream to listen to the radio station. So I, I found this, um, and so I gave it to Bill. And so that's what we're going to listen to is how they sounded on their very last 12 minutes. It actually is 12 minutes of recording.
11: Well, we got about 17 minutes left of what we know as WAF. And I, I want to invite a new voice on with us. Uh, his name is Joe Calgaro. and I've got a I've got a funny story for you guys. All
12: right, Joe, <laughs> ready? Yeah, <this laughs> yeah is, I'm this ready. Is, it's really good stuff. I, oh. I you'll appreciate it. Okay. So uh, I've been doing rock radio now for uh, just over thirty years. Started in 1989. Uh, I was working at this cush gig in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, for the last seven years or so. Worked for the Green Bay Packers. I know that's a big boo here in New England, <laughs> uh, but for 19 years, public address announcer at Lambeau Field, loving life, raising the family, having a great thing going. And being a huge rock fan And radio fan And I get the phone call from Boston one day And they say You want to come work for WAAF And I said Who in the hell in this business Doesn't want to go work for WAAF So I flew out here Did a job interview met both Mike Shue and Mistress Carey during that job interview process. I don't know how you didn't think that I had two heads or something like that because somehow I ended up getting the job. (laughs) I remember telling you, Shue, uh, that when I flew in that night, I had nothing else to do, so I figured out how the T works and I took it over to Fenway, bought a bleacher ticket and just watched a Red Sox game. Points. Yep. And Shue goes, you did that? Instant mass hole, <laughs> like, cred. I go, I'm from Chicago, man. The tea's nothing. And it was great going to Fenway and having a great night. Anyway, they say, yeah, we want you to come out here. So what do we do? We packed up the family. I got three kids. I got an amazing wife of 26 years. I said, let's go to Boston. Let's be a part of this legendary radio station. And now here we are. <laughs> Yeah, what and a here we great, are. What a great move that yeah. was. That was, yeah. <laughs> the foresight and the, yeah.
13: People wonder really. why, why we're so angry here. Right? And now you know why. Yeah.
12: Uh, so what, what? What? What's? What's? what I want, don't, my only story I want to tell, because I have a ton of confessions I could offer, but none of them have to do with AAF. I've got Tommy Chong's stories on Kenny Wayne Shepard's tour bus, and I mean, like, all kinds of great stuff. That sounds like a good one. But the story I want to tell is the fact that I was brought out here to work behind the scenes uh, in more capacities than just WAAF. But one of the things that our boss, Mark Hannon, saw as a vision for this radio station, as things were changing, Carrie was talking about change, and how Greg Hill leaving the radio station and some turnover here and kind of what's the direction? And Mark said, I want you, meaning me, and Carrie and Shu, to put a vision together and take AAF into the future for the next 50 years. And I went, it gets no better than that. That's my yeah.
13: dream. We've been dreaming for somebody to say those words. And
12: so, you know, my family gets out here in July. The three of us are planning, we're putting things together. Uh, the reason I'm on right now is Mike, you and I were going to start an yeah. afternoon show together yeah. on uh, March the 2nd yeah. of this year, so a couple weeks. Calgaro, a week from this and, Monday, Calgaro yeah. and Shoe. Yeah. We have photos. Um, yeah. We do. We did a full <laughs> you guys photo, did a shoot. photo shoot. It was amazing. A couple of those
13: pictures are inappropriate. Ab- yes.
12: Absolutely amazing. There are hot dogs in And uh, Mike almost <laughs> kissed me in one show. No, it's it a, it a little disturbing, <laughs> and Mike it. is really excited about it. As I'm using it of for fact. the Save the Day card. But <laughs> one of the biggest regrets I'll have in this business is not being able to see what our vision was going to end up.
13: We worked Doing so hard. So hard. and, and
12: You don't know that Mistress Carey was here till midnight, so many nights, mm-hmm. that Mike Shue was here adding music into our library and into our system because we were taking the musical direction back into the days of WAAF taking more chances and risks and breaking bands like Shinedown and like Godsmack and looking for those next new bands like Ice Nine Kills from right here in and Boston. Dirty Honey and, and, and Dinosaur, Dirty Dinosaur Honey.
13: Pile Up and so many.
12: And we all get the 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 call into the meeting on tuesday and they just said it's over they sold us sorry and that's going to be my biggest regret and i don't want to go much more beyond that because you have been here for the history of this radio station but i will say in my 30 plus years of doing this job other than my soul brother back in milwaukee who i've worked at for the last three jobs and we've been a team and we were an afternoon team and a programming team and everything else and i will love borna Velich till the day i die i have never worked with two other better people than mike shue and mistress Carey, and that is going to be the regret that we don't get to see this vision through with the three of us. We
13: worked so hard to build the AAF that everybody always told us that they wanted us to be. The listeners, we heard you. Absolutely. We, We got all your criticism and all your suggestions and trust us when we tell you that we built that station for you, and it's in a computer right now.
12: It was a week and three days yeah. away from so going close. on the air. We're so close. Terry was, so was going ready. to Vegas next week, coming back March 2nd. March this, 2nd this whole we thing were was going to roll out. Mike Brands of 40, who's in here, he was going to be the new morning show on this radio station, was going to surround himself with a cast of characters. We were going to have a night host. Uh, Jim Ryan was going to be on breaking new bands and we were new getting rock getting rid of night. the men's, men's room. room. was gone! See Hey, yeah. stay in Seattle. So that's the regret. That's yeah. the hardest thing to take in this whole thing. That we never got a
11: we never got never a, had a fighting chance. Never had a fighting chance. Correct. Cuz we got a lot of fight in us. Yep. And even though this is happening and I know for sure you do Carrie, yeah. you, you will have you will have fight in you forever. I'm fueled by hate and, and
13: caffeine, baby. And
11: that's why I was excited because I was with people who like to fight. Yep. You know, and I knew that we would fight together. And we would have each other's backs. And
12: it was going to be special. And it was like yeah. that
11: when I first got here. Yeah. Uh, this this is like a gang. Yep. And we'd go out on the street like the... the
13: Like all those the, people the, the we talked to. The promotions people we
11: talked to would go out on the street and they'd just scrap. You know, and they'd, you know, they'd literally get into physical confrontations with other radio stations defending the honor of this radio station. That's right. And I appreciate
13: all that. Absolutely all of it. Right. And you guys talk about fight. For us to be able to be on the air for the last two days and to be on the air right now to get ready to send this thing off the way it deserves, Joe, you, and Mark Hannon, who's only been with us about a year and a half,
0: Mm -hmm.
13: that fight had to be made all the way up the chain to prove that trusting you and I to take this station for the last two days and to do the right thing and to be respectful and to so that we could do what everybody wanted us to do, which is to take the time to thank everybody this gift that they have given us i will never know how to repay mark hannon and joe for the gift of being able to be here right now because we could very easily gotten walked out of here on tuesday and be sitting at home right now listening to the station go black by a computer and instead, we're here right now. And, Joe, I don't think you will ever understand how much I appreciate this gift that you've given us. And, Mark Hannon, I know you're listening right now, hoping in the next ten minutes we don't yell the F word. <laughs> so that we... mother. <laughs> oh, what the fruit. <laughs> but, Mark, you know what? It's not cool to love the suits, but if there's a suit in this building to love, it's you, man. And we love you, and you are one of us no matter what. And thank you.
11: Thank you. Thank you, Mark. And you know what? I know he gets us... Because he's had to go up against us before, yeah, running, you know, BCN and, and the sports hub and stuff before that merger, He gets us, yeah, and he gets he got you know what a powerful, powerful gang,
12: yeah. he got. Before I turn it over to you two to take it the rest of the way into the last song, I just want to say the line that Gene Hackman used at the end of Hoosiers: "I love you guys." We love you. Joe.
11: Love you too, Joe. I know you came here with the warrior spirit to get us going, and and you you pushed it, man. There's no doubt about that. We run
13: through fire for you.
11: Yeah, thanks, brother. Thank you. I appreciate that. And before we go, the listeners,
13: you guys, the people
11: who made this made who made it so I could work here for 20 years.
13: You guys have been texting and calling and 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 just. So supportive. There's a whole gang of people that just showed up at the Mm -hmm. radio station. We put speakers out there so they could hear us. We are nothing without you. And for as much as you've been telling us that you love us, we love you so much. And you have given us this dream life that we never would have been able to have without you.
11: And I've never experienced and I've worked at a few radio stations. I've never experienced the intensity and the passion and just the craziness Craziness. Yeah. Which I love so much about our listeners. They're so passionate and they would do anything to to help us. And they have. Yeah. They've done a lot to help us help other people. And so we'll just eternally be grateful for just that. Just
13: know that Monday when you're missing us, we're missing you. Yeah. You guys need to know that. And yeah. we, we asked for a lot of suggestions about what our final song should be. And we got Thousands yes. of responses
12: thousands thousands yeah it
13: and and it's a lot of debate. it's a heavy burden to try and decide what is going to send mm-hmm. WAF out after fifty years. How do you pick one song?
11: Well, we went back to the year we started nineteen seventy when we became an FM rock station, and uh, an artist who's been a core artist for us. A staple in our playlist that whole time.
13: And an album and a song that is credited with basically being the first heavy metal album. Right. And the first heavy metal band.
11: Also turning 50. Yeah. Just like us.
13: And an artist that's still out there doing it right now. Fighting through everything tooth and nail. Mm -hmm. Trying to hold on to that one last moment. That one last show. That one last everything. And so we hope that you're happy with what we picked because we didn't think there was another song, especially to where we're going at midnight on (laughs) 107.3.
11: Yes, yes. It's an excellent song for the segue into the new format. (laughs) It was handcrafted, especially chosen for that. So So,
13: so you know what we've been saying? WAF, the family, head up, shoulders back, horns up. We're going out proud because we were all part of something special. We
11: were. It was awesome.
2: And we love you so much.
13: We
11: do. We love you guys. And we thank you so much for all the support.
13: There's only one way to go. Yeah. There's only one way to do it. Loud. In your face. Evil. Groundbreaking. Influential.
11: And cheap, as we
13: learned. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap and fast.
11: <laughs> Cheap and fast.
13: And if you're going to invent a genre of music and inspire generations, to all of the bands that have been inspired because of this band and this album, to everybody that has called us, to every band we've ever played, every employee we've ever had, everybody that's ever listened to this radio station, this is for you. We love you. We love you so much. And thank you. Thank you for everything. And one last time, baby. Wherever you are, roll your windows down. Crank it
0: up. A-A-M! 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 A-A-M!
2: A-A-M! Well, here we go.
1: I don't know what you could say about that, Bill. Uh, It just... Uh, it, it it gets you here, you know. That's what I can say, Chris. I know. I know. Maybe you're not into that kind of music, but I just no. kind of want to know what. <laughs> your well, they were always. Are.
3: See, I was. I was going to say the the BCN was more of the traditional underground station. Of course, they came in in '68. COZ started to do it at 94.5 and 75, and they were sort of an album. more like an album rock station, really, when they got going. But AAF was more the metal, uh, you know, the headbanging music and. That there was a guy. That was a guy that you uh, were talking about, and he was there talking about how they. Now it sounded like what they were going to do, and the reason it took a while and they didn't want to just replace the morning show was they were going to rebuild the radio station, and they so called into a, what,
4: that kind of that kind of goes along with our argument that the right. program director did not know he didn't.
3: No, he didn't. Hey, at even all. The
4: sta- so I think it was something they I don't called, even called they into
3: a meeting Tuesday. In they found out or Monday, whenever you know the day probably that you found out, Jeff. You know,
1: yeah. Well, you know, I could be and wrong, have- and it, 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 uh, uh, but my roommate and I were both talking about it. We're, I guess maybe I'm 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 a little bit different. I you a lot of people see the fa- see the glass half full, and I always see it half empty. And I, I'm, I'm more into the conspiracy okay. theory. Is, so. Well,
4: by the fact that he he was building the <laughs> Thanks, station, <Gary. laughs> he was building the station that was gonna he. Was, uh, they were talking about March second. He was ready to relaunch. He said they were getting rid of the syndicated men's room show or whatever. Uh, yeah. They were listing
3: DJs they were going to have coming in too. I mean,
4: and he they was wouldn't do that about the relaunch, the tour. and you know. And for those of you that don't know, I believe he was going into Black Sabbath with Ozzy Osbourne, and Ozzy Osbourne has Parkinson's.
1: Right, and the name of the song so, they played—the last song was called "Was Black Sabbath" by Black Sabbath. That was that was the yes. name of the song that they were, they were that they were, were going to play. So, like, and Ozzy is scene.
4: fighting Parkinson's, but he's trying to do like a last.
1: Uh, last quarter tax in, so that's right. what they're talking about. We 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 do have one hand pre- yeah. raised. Um,
2: and remember, and this has to do with radio. So yeah, I didn't need This
1: is about, about what we're talking about. So we're radio. Go ahead, so Nolan.
2: go ahead. I I hate to break the 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 bad news. Okay, so I hate to break the bad news to this. I know this is I know this is relating to radio. I want to know why that. Uh, radio station that you played the audio clip of. Why is
1: that going to be updated? What... what oh, wait, wait a second. What What audio clip are you talking about? WAAF? Yes, that's correct. Okay, it's getting sold to the
3: Educational Media Foundation. I think they're called... It was K-Love. So what happens is they, they went in, Intercom was trying to get rid of some stations, you know, different... They're not like in an all-out sale. They're not like selling half their company. They're not trying to break themselves up. But they're strategically trying to get rid of certain radio stations that maybe are underperforming the way they felt about it because it was not high in the ratings. Gary read me the ratings for uh, the area, and they were not up at the top at all. So they wanted to – and they weren't – they didn't tell these people that uh, – you know, they, they had some ideas about how to rebuild the radio station. They were given – from the other middle management people, permission to do that, but the corporate guys said, "Okay, here's an underperforming radio station. We can get any quick buyer, and we're going to do it." And that's what yeah, they did.
1: And yeah. the, the other the other thing is that WAAF is, is is still around. I mean, they are around in digital form on HD signals for WEEI FM's HD two signal. And um, I forgot the other station. I know it's a uh, W it used to be WBMX. Or w, I forgot the call it's in Boston. Uh, WW, WWBX or something like that. It's a uh, it's I, I believe it's an urban station, but it's on their HD. Oh, oh the
3: ninety-seven whatever they are. Yeah, I yeah, that's mean. on so, Bracton, ninety-seven so, seven. I think.
1: Yeah. I wanted to actually hear the sound of Caleb, but when you listen to it on the internet, you couldn't do that uh, because uh, when they when they switched, there was a there was, slight, there was a slight silence for about two seconds, and then they went into the regular pro- music that they would normally yeah. play if they were still but, on. The- you
3: know, this has been done before. What they did—they did, did that was the uh, um, when Intercom, because remember they had Sports Hub. It was the other way around. Eei, uh, when when they, you know, because remember that was owned by CBS. Actually, I'm sorry, not Intercom. When CBS got rid of BCN and uh, made the Sports Hub, they said they were going to put it on digital. But what that is is a, an automated format. You're not going to get real programming on anything yeah. like no, that. No, there, there uh, aren't, aren't any radio announcers on that format. Yeah. So, so that,
2: Nolan, that, that, what, Nolan, what is your question? He, that was his question,
3: oh. yes, well, we were, I think, what, what we have been do, talking about, okay. who, and what, why they did it, because, And I think he heard in them that you know, it, it, they had all these good ideas. how to how can this happen? Well, it happens because it's corporate America, and Jeff's right about that, but I don't think always, they just don't they tell as few people as possible about this stuff because they don't want the word to get out and, and have longer protests or more protests. And like you said, they got panned in the newspapers around here, and they would have had people marching around and whatever. So, you know, uh, WSM, whoever had the idea of making them a sports station, probably regrets that they said it as soon as they did. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it backfired.
1: But as I said, I'm, I'm on the conspiracy theory, and, you know, I see, the, I see the glass half empty, not half full. And I know, Gary, you laughed about that because my sister and I talk about this all when Bill, Sharon says to me, "You always say this all the time. You don't think that you you have not a positive thing about anything in radio. Everything is negative with you. She always gives me a hard time about it. Well, you but, know, then later you on, but then later on, then later on, she goes to me. Well, you know, Jeff, you were right about that. And I said, Well, what did I say? What can I say? Well, well here." So when you
5: see when you see what's going on, how can you have a positive? What's the name of that group thing? that
3: did that song, Going to Hell on a Sled, uh, Gary? What, what was the name of that? I forget. <laughs> there was this funny song called Going
1: to Hell on a Sled. But, uh, yeah, it's ready. We have for a, you. a hand. Ra- we, have, we have a hand. Hold it.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah, just unmute her. She's ready to go.
1: Okay, let me get to her because she lowered her hand. Let me find her. Go ahead, Pam. Did you want to say something? Oh, she's got herself muted. So, Pam, yep, just... Uh, yep,
7: yep, yep, Oh, there she is. There she is. Hell of a time with muting and un- unmuting on this thing lately. Uh, yes, yeah. I was just going to say it, because I've already been beaten to it, so maybe it's a powerful list. But, yes, just by listening to the emotion yeah. of these people, I could just... They, they. It appears as though they were as caught by... So I hope this woman is having a hell of a time and winning like hell in Vegas...
1: Yeah, really. That's well, right. I, no, I will tell you, you that uh, one of the radio publications that I that I monitor, they are, have already put their resumes out. They've already put fuelers out for jobs. Oh, sure. they, are, they are not being held by any non-complete or any causes here. They can work and they, they will find work. I guarantee you they will find work. Yeah, whether it be it may not be in Boston. But they definitely will will find some sort of work wherever it might be, Pam. Oh, I'm
7: sure they will. But this, this is just really sad. I could tell they this. Uh, I forget the lady's yep. name. Says, no, they keep
3: they? these things. Yeah, they keep these things under their hat as much as they can because they know, especially something they know is you know because AAF had maybe at this point had a small following, but they knew it was a loyal one because that's who gave everybody the heavy metal on the air and, and uh, consistently, and that's what they liked.
7: Well, something similar happened to. Uh W.N.V.N.C. Uh, years ago, back in the days of Ted Brown and a bunch of people showed up to work and, and, and they were fired. They were gone.
1: Uh-huh. I think yep. the
7: sign even said, uh, you know, to, uh, I, I think it was a notice on the door.
1: What station they, uh-huh. did you say that was, Pam? I'm sorry.
7: WNBC, in New York, Ted Brown, and I forget who all... Well,
1: they, oh, the big thing was in 1977 when they fired Don Imus and they fired the whole staff and they tried to with That's what I'm talking FF. about. Okay, that yeah. wasn't Ted Brown. He had long left that. he gone Okay, so my mistake, but, not Ted. But they got rid of Don yeah. Imus. They got rid of all their radio announcers. Dick's up there, though. you're yes. right. And they put a whole new staff of people in there, and they were calling it NBC. And I actually have an air check of that. I have an air (laughs) check of that. And the the guy who ran that, uh, who did that, was a guy named Bob Pittman, who came to WNBC from WMAQ in Chicago when when they were running. And he made them a very successful country station (laughs) on AM. So, Pam, thank you very much. and yeah, I was def- thinking
7: of uh, who is it? I was thinking of uh,
0: Dick Summer.
3: Right. Well, he was there as oh, well. Dick Summer. Yes, he was there. You're right. In '76, I remember that he was work because he was on all night and yeah. he uh, took for calls and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's right. And he well, also I was worked at w I was of. He also worked at Winy. Thank you very much, Pam. I appreciate the call. Thank you very, very much. Um, one of the things, we, we do have an air check of that, and by the way, that Bob Pittman is the CEO of iHeartMedia, and he also founded uh, MTV, so show you how things go. So Bill, let's do our, I think we should do our Soul Gold, Super Soul Gold radio, and there's not much I can say about it, I think it's really self-explanatory, but Doug is, uh, I have to really give credit to DJ Doug Hunziker, who did a show a number of years ago, and when I, um, I when I first got my house, as a matter of fact, when I had owned the house in Albany, I think 2005, maybe it was later than that, called the Soul Express. It ran on Sunday mornings on the Legends. And he said, Jeff, I got a really great soul station for you. And I said, oh, come on, Doug, you know, oh, give me a break. Yeah, you you got to be kidding. He goes, no, no, you got to listen, listen to this radio station. Listen to it for about an hour. I said, yeah, you're right. And I said to Doug, why don't we do a feature on this? And uh, instead of a classic air check, because you know we have, sometimes we have to give the air checks a break because we'll run out of air checks at some point. And he said, I think we'll, I think it'll be a good radio station for all things radio, he said to me. And I said, okay, Doug, let's do it. And so Doug and I, went, to, uh, went we put this thing together, and uh, you're going to hear what it sounds like.
2: And that's what we're going to do right now.
1: Well, hello, everybody. Jeff Bennett here, and this week we're doing something different. Normally we present an air check of a classic radio station, but why not a classical radio station that's current? A station that's on the internet that really sounds good. And with me is DJ Doug Huntiker. Doug, tell us a little bit about the station you told me about.
8: Well, Jeff, in
12: December, I was doing a search for Solid Gold Soul or Old Soul or something. And I found this station called Solid Gold Soul Radio. And I started listening to it. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't have to do the soul express anymore for sure. Once I hear this,
1: this so, is really uh, a station, which is the soul express 24 seven, right? <laughs> it sure is. And it really sounds good. You've always been a fan of soul music and I've been a fan of soul music. So I really think that that you guys are going to really enjoy this radio station. Doug, thank you very much. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll give it a listen
14: from Motown to stacks and so much more. This is super soul gold radio.
9: Was a little
14: girl. Those are the Supremes and Four Tops on Super So Gold Radio. Soul Gold Radio yeah, you can tell by the way I talk. Those are the Dells on Super Soul Gold Radio Super Soul Gold The Contours with Super Soul Gold, Rufus Thomas. Super Soul
0: Gold.
14: Super Soul Gold and Jerry Butler now playing right here all the authentic Soul forty fives from the sixties and seventies. This is Super Soul Gold Radio. Super Soul
0: Gold, baby, baby, when it comes,
14: the Marvellos on Super Soul Gold. Ladies and gentlemen, the sound of classic soul continues on Super Soul Gold Radio. .com. I feel a pounding in my brain. That's Super Soul Gold with Chris Clark. Here's Prince. on Super Soul Gold
0: Now you say you
14: Super Soul Gold with Marie Knight and here's Timmy Thomas The soul sound of the 60s and 70s on Super Soul Gold Radio. I'll keep on on. Oh, yes, I will. I'll keep on holding on. Super Soul Gold with a marvelous. You ask me, do I love you? That's a silly question. Listen... Super Soul Gold Radio with Chuck Jackson Now the Spinners Super Soul Gold.
0: Another day ago.
14: Super Soul Gold and the Night Brothers. The soundtrack of 60s and 70s Soul is here on Super Soul Gold Radio. That's Al Kent on Super Soul Gold. The Isley Brothers now. on Super Soul Gold
0: you can take me
14: Super Soul Gold with Mary Wells Super Soul Gold.
0: I don't ever been
14: That's Bobby Bland with Super Soul Gold. Simon with Super Soul Go. baby washington with super soul gold the good old good ones are on super soul gold radio
0: you're just too good to be true
14: there's nancy wilson on super soul gold radio the Miracles on Super Soul Gold. River. That's Jerry Butler on Super Soul Gold Radio. Super Soul Gold. This is soul! Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the soul of the 60s and 70s. Super
1: Doug, so this really was a very good radio station. However, I know it does have some drawbacks. So you know, what is your real opinion of what they could do to improve the station?
12: Well, I'd like to see a live show, at least one or two live shows added in just to add some flavor to it. Automation is nice and they do a nice job of this but it would be nice to hear some soul DJ rap or, or something like we used to hear back in the day. Bring back the music and bring back the radio style.
1: I agree with you, and I think even if they're going to voice track, maybe they should tell you what the name of the song is. They do tell you the name of the group, but not yeah. the name of the song. Exactly. That's very much, Doug. Now, if you guys want to comment about this particular radio station, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, along with Doug Hunziker, I'm Jeff Bennett.
2: I love this station.
1: I like it. Yeah, I, I not like- a bad... Like the station. No. Uh, no, and
3: uh, yeah, you guys are right. They should mention it. It only takes another couple of seconds to mention the title. You know, Drake used to do that. That was but who would... put the bump by, you know, they, they do they give you the title. You're
1: from the South originally. I wanted to ask you a question because a lot of the stuff that you heard on that station may not have been as big in the North, but might have been bigger in the South. Can you, can you tell me about that at all? Or if, if, does did that from, give, give you any memories of, of stuff that you might have listened to when you were younger?
5: i remember hearing a lot of those songs on the soul stations that i grew up a- around um and of course you know some of them were played on the uh top 40 stations right uh and uh i know in certain parts of the south a lot of the uh, top 40 stations didn't play a lot of soul so i've heard and uh, ours yeah. did uh, and the ones in texas did I i've heard it like Keel and Shreveport supposedly never played any soul over there. And
1: yet, like a station like WQXI in Atlanta played a lot of soul. Yeah. They, they, they were very... And, and even KLIF played a lot of soul on, on yeah. that station when they were... Yeah. When they were we big. didn't have as much yes, soul it, it, uh, yes, as other did. places
3: because we're a pretty white market. I heard a, a story one time that we in Salt Lake City had fewer black people than most markets, so we didn't get much soul here. But I, I knew about half of those songs. But the other thing I thought was interesting, and of course they're looking at the, uh, the uh, soul chart, and apparently uh, the little Anthony and the Imperials, were, uh, looking on the outside looking in, must have charted. They're white, but
4: they were there. Well, well and they, one thing I noticed, one thing I did notice, they said 60s and 70s. Now, they did play Prince, I Want to Be Your Lover, which was 1981. So, I mean, they did mention in the early What I liked about the them also
1: was the fact that they also played familiar stuff but they played some not so familiar stuff and they mixed it yeah. well that that's the other thing that yep. i found it, uh,
4: And it is it is very interesting you played this this week like I, i'll guarantee you our buddy d train he would have already had them saved into his yeah he, he had them saved, yeah. saved in his contact so I'll guarantee i understand you that. that
1: now the other thing is if you guys want to listen to super soul go radio it is available on your voice device you can say to your voice assistant you can say to your voice assistant, uh, "Play Super Soul Gold Radio," and uh, from TuneIn, it'll play it. It's available on TuneIn. If you go to Super Soul Gold it'll bring up a link to listen to it, which really is bringing up a link for TuneIn. Look, we do have a hand raise from Jerry. I want to get to you quickly. Go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry.
8: Oh, Super Soul Go Radio! I agree with you, uh, you and Doug, Jeff. It'll be great if they had a, a, a jock on there, and you know he took requests, and you could uh, you know call him up and uh, uh, request you know not only familiar stuff but some of the rare stuff. Well, that's good, Jerry. Thank you. I appreciate
1: it. And you know we have we have a, a hand. Hold on a second. From Could Karen, be Karen. About Tennessee. We haven't heard from Karen. That's because she hasn't been making oh, any. Karen.
0: Hi, uh, hey, hey. Hi. 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 Karen.
7: That was such a neat sounding station. It really was. Hmm. Uh, we had some really good soul stations down in the south. One in Atlanta. One, rap DJ really rap. It was Dwayne Jones. And it was so good. I taped some segments of it.
1: <laughs> Do you still have the okay. tapes? I may. You know, I wish I, I, wish I had sure. a real, real machine because I'd like to get a copy of that and see what, uh, see if we could use it for all things radio. So uh, maybe yeah,
5: unfortunately, there on aren't that. a lot of air checks. There aren't a lot of air checks at soul stations, and I can no, of and I, I and I can tell you right air. now,
1: I can tell you right now, Gary, I I, I don't have a lot. I, I wish I had more. And you know, I I don't know, I can't get what's not out there, unfortunately. I was a very big listener of WWRL in New York when they were owned by Sondling, and even before then, WNJR and WLIB and WADO, and even before that, WOV. I may have one more Jocko hey. Henderson uh, air check, but I. KYOK in
4: Houston was a big one. Uh, Fifteen ninety. Uh, I
1: know, uh, I know
4: that uh, was it.
3: Was it Walt Kramer that played the Sly uh, Stone uh, air checker? Did you do that, Jeff? I, I really believe Walt. I, I,
1: I can do it again. I have a copy of it. I didn't. I really didn't admire that as much, but it showed that he was a radio announcer. And it was was yeah. okay. So, Karen, I, I agree with you on that one. I wish we had more. And if we if we can find some more, I would definitely like to find it. Believe me, I've, I'm always looking for a source for air checks of that type uh i I, if i want to buy one and i'm going to buy one i promise you guys when i when i when i get it i'm I'm not sure this company it's about it's it's only twelve dollars from the site that i found it on i'm going to play an air check of hal jackson from wwrl back in 1962 very famous radio announcer he became a part owner of wbls wlib uh was a very big very did a lot of public service work in the area Every year when they had the cerebral palsy telethon, he was always there every year helping to raise money for the uh, for the, the for the uh, for people who had cerebral palsy. And he said, you know, people want to know why I'm on the telethon. He says, because if the fe- cerebral palsy affects everyone, you doesn't matter whether you're white, black, rich, poor or whatever. You, it, it affects everyone. And that was his theory. And that, that was one of the things that I admired about him. He was a very community-minded individual. So I'm glad you like that. We, we do have a feedback line. Let us know what you think. Uh, call 800 693 That's 800 And, of course, Bill will send those over to me. Hit option two for the podcast team. We really want to make sure that we get feedback from you, the listener. Bill, I, I'm going to let it go to you, and then we can uh, wrap it Yeah,
2: we we'll get ready to wrap it up. But- i got one question i'm looking for when i used to go down and visit my grandparents every year in lakeland there was a soul station on 1300 on a.m man they had some bad audio maybe was 1310 do you,
1: do you have a call sign for them at all building? no but my i'm
2: gonna go look it up and i if bet you somebody can,
1: i'll will. try to find air checks if they're if they're out there uh, i don't
2: Those air checks this station sounded awful
3: <laughs> well, yeah, they might have saved them just to, this is not, this is not the way you produce a radio show and was it you know, w- put it on, played it for places like the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, you know? Was
1: it W-I-L-D, Because I I know yeah. there's an air check somewhere in my library of a guy named Buddy Lowe. Is it Buddy Lau, Buddy Lowe on that station? Do you remember him at all, Chris? W-I-L-D? I don't yeah. remember that name.
3: We had Wildman Steve, and we had Jimmy, Jimmy, the early bird. He'd be the morning guy. Wildman Steve was in the afternoon. He'd do some of those raps like, Karen's talking about. In the middle, uh, they they had brokerage the program. And they had Italian, so you'd go from uh, Seoul to Italian to Seoul. So that well, was kind like, of a crazy deal. That's
1: like the old W A D O W O V. They 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 were uh, well, when they were Spanish. They were Spanish. They were Italian. They played gospel with Jonathan jo- with Jonathan that, Joe Crane and the Gospel Train, and they had Symphony Sid doing jazz at night. And
4: six is the legendary W D I A in Memphis.
1: True, um, and and I wish there were more air tricks of that as well. And I wish, but but I will try to find some of that as well, Sean. So let me turn to the. Actually, uh,
3: it's too bad Jerry didn't, and I didn't think of it when Jerry was on. He uh, they had two info there: W H A T and W D A S. True, yes,
0: they did.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, and, but Jeff, we're going to. We had two, actually. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and KNOK,
2: Yeah. I'll look up the Lakeland. Yeah,
1: you're, you're interrupting the master there, Bill.
2: No, Hold no, on, no, he's not, because nothing I have to say that is that important. But to, <laughs> except to thank everybody for participating, and Jeff, what do you have for this last? Segment well, we're going to all this um, country countdown of the. First.
1: I always do something you know when I, when I look at the formats when I look at what's going on. Uh, I, I heard an article or read an article about W E B G in Chicago, Illinois ninety five point five. That used to be W N U A, and they were smooth jazz. And we featured them when when they were saying goodbye. Uh, when they had uh, what was the name of the guy that did the in crowd? Um, Ramsey uh, Lewis. Ramsey Lewis. Yeah. And he right, was doing yeah. the He was doing mornings at that radio <laughs> station. Well, they went country, and they haven't been doing quite as well in the ratings and. While this is not a format change, they're gonna, they are going to they are going to play some retro country on the weekends. And so th- this is their country hit countdown. And this is to kick that off for the weekends. And maybe it'll give them some listeners. It's the 1,000 top country hits, not, not based on Billboard, but based on a panel of people working with the radio station. And I think you'll find this kind of interesting.
2: And stay tuned for next week. I'll give you the call letters and all the info on that. Mystery radio station in Lakeland, Florida.
1: Lakeland, right.
2: Yeah. So I don't know why I just thought of that one. But anyway, here we go with Jeff's favorite company of all time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> when a radio station decides to count down the top 1,000 country hits of all time, that makes news. And that's what happened at radio station WEBGFM in Chicago, Illinois. The station is owned and operated by iHeart Media. And this week we're going to hear just how that countdown sounded. The radio announcer we're going to hear is Lisa Dent, who handles Middays on the radio station, and she sure puts a lot of personality into her show. So without further ado, let's sit back and enjoy the countdown as it goes on on radio station WEBGFM from Chicago, Illinois, on this week's edition of All Things Radio. Live.
8: We started at 1,000 and we're working our way towards number one. It's the greatest country songs of all time on WEBG.
15: Chicago's Big 95.5. Driven by Bill K. Chevrolet. Visit BillK. Chevrolet.com.
8: Number 802.
15: I dream, to bed. number 802 on the top 1,000 country songs of all time with No One Needs to Know. If you're thinking 96, well, she also re-released it in 2003 after her iconic show here in Grant Park in Chicago. Were you at that show? It was amazing. It was so good that she filmed and she recorded it and then re-released an album based on that performance. So she's got two back-to-back on the top 1,000 country songs of all time. As a matter of fact, she is one of three Three females who appears more than 13 times on this chart. This next one comes in at song number 801, It is Forever and Always on Chicago's Big ninety 95.5.
8: down the top 1000 country songs of all time on chicago's big 95.5 number 800
15: Over you comes in at number 800 on the top 1,000 country songs of all time. That is Miranda Lambert. I'm Lisa Dent. How are you? I'm doing okay. I've got to just share something with you. We've had jazz music piped into our office for the last, well, kind of since Christmas. And today I'm home alone, so I turned my radio on, and I'm hearing all these lovely songs in order. And let me tell you, it really makes you think, about where you were when you heard that song the last time or where you were in your life when you listened to that song over and over and I really love it. You never hear music from multiple decades played together on I one know. radio station. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I just wanted to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you called. Thank you. In fact, you're going to hear a song from 1964 coming up. A song I have never heard on the radio. I've never played it on the radio before. Plus, you'll hear a hit from 2015. Waylon Jen- is on the way, and George Strait. George Strait makes 52 appearances on this countdown. It's the top 1,000 country songs of all time. If you want to follow along, jump online at big955chicago.com. You'll see the songs scroll as they play. And, of course, we want you to shout it out on social media because it's never been done before. And i got to tell you personally, it's a lot of fun.
8: Now we're counting down the top 1,000 country songs of all time
15: as ranked by our blue
8: ribbon panel of country experts on Chicago's Big 95.5, number
9: 799. Well, I lost my heart on the day we met. I
0: know I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't
15: have. The signature voice of Randy Travis on Chicago's Big Nutty Five, Five That song comes in at number 799. And you will hear him many times on this countdown because Randy's had over 50 charting singles, 16 number ones. And when that song was the number one in 1992, you were paying a little over a buck for gas, a little over a dollar a gallon for gas in the city of Chicago. They identified him. Him as a neo traditionalist, this next guy coming up, I identify as country music muscle. Maybe he was the inspiration for Jason L. Dean, he's kind of the same genre of country music. This is Aaron Tippin, and there ain't nothing wrong with the radio. It really is Chicago's big 95.5. We're doing something different this week, and this is song number
4: 798.
15: Dolly to Carrie.
8: We're
9: counting down the top 1,000 country songs of all time on Chicago's Big 95.5.
8: Number 797.
15: If you were around in 1986, you couldn't escape Lionel Richie's Dancing on the Ceiling. It was a single and it was an album, and that song came off that album. He teamed up with Alabama for Deep River Woman. It is song 797 on the top 1,000 country songs of all time. I know. What you're hearing, maybe you've never heard on the radio. That's what it's all about this week, to do something different, to get everybody through the middle of winter with music that, number one, your parents are going to love. You'll have a chance to introduce it to your kids, and maybe it's a walk down memory lane for you, or maybe it's brand new. We'd love to know what you think. Just tag us in any of your social media posts, good, bad, indifferent, we'll take it. (laughs) We know it is something most people haven't heard, and that's why we're glad to do it. Hey, Steve Warner has written some amazing songs in country music, but this song was Actually, written and released in 1972. It wasn't until 1983 that he thought, you know what? I need to do this. It is song number 796 Lonely Women Make Good Lovers on the top 1,000 country songs of all time.
8: The top 1,000 country songs of all time.
9: In order.
8: On Chicago's Big 95.5. Number 795.
15: Hey, girl that is on the list. There were 26 of us to determine this list. It took us 78 hours and we decided that Break Up With Him from Old Dominion should be song number 795 on the top 1,000 country songs of all time. Brad Paisley appears several times on this chart because he's one of our best singer-songwriters. Then is number 794 on Chicago's Big 95.5. Wow.
8: 1,000 country songs of all time. Perfect for binge listening. And you'll only hear them on Chicago's Big 95.5. Number 793. I'm getting. Out. Well, there you go. WBGFM
1: in Chicago, Illinois, counting down the top 1,000 country hits of all time. While this isn't the precursor to a new format, they are going to be doing something different on the weekends. They'll be playing retro country, country music from 1980 through 2000. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett.